everybody. This is Chief Roy. Country T. You're listening with Fun Size. And I'm Dr. Ant, and we are the, the Wrap Up Crew. Crew. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are going to be just chilling, and we're going to just start talking. Are we really chilling today? We're going to be chilling. This is the know? first episode. How are we chilling? And well, we're going to be chilling, you know? I mean, just lean back and, and just talk about some good stuff, like, you know, gay folks and all that type of stuff. Oh. So what do you think that we should talk about, you guys? Homosexuality is the topic. Oh my God, that crap again! That sounds so gay. That is the topic today. I know. You know, for us half sexuals, we don't really appreciate that homosexual. Half sexual. No, I'm gonna say I'm uh, just really totally gay at night, but not gay during the daytime. I'm only gay with one hand. The other hand don't touch penises. Just well, one I hand. S- well, I say at night because the freaks comes out at night. You know. The freaks come out at night. Mm. Hey, the the freaks, freaks come, come out, out at night. night. The, freaks, the freaks come out. The freaks, <laughs> freaks, freaks. What is going on, Country T? What, what, uh, he going to give us some definition of, of that. Uh, what is homosexuality? It's a romantic attraction, sexual attraction, or sexual behavior between members of the same sex or gender as a sexual orientation. Homosexuality is an enduring pattern of emotional, romantic, and sexual attractions to people of the same sex. You know what? To tell you the truth, I felt a little turned on by that. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, unpacked all that. Like, really? Especially the way he read it. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> You such a slut. Your pheromones doing something. I am. I am. (laughs) I'm guilty as hell, y'all. I'm guilty as hell. You are just a tramp, Doctor Ant. Oh my goodness. You're supposed to be the. They call me the doctor for a reason. Yeah, I see. For real. (laughs) You got your PhD in dickology, huh? Okay. Well, I know one thing. Well, what it means to me, you know, about homosexuality, because I'm a product of the '70s, so I'm old and ancient. I know. You know, it was the B.C. area. But I guess it was just so hidden back then, you know. And that was the the thing about it. You couldn't be who you are. Now, not in these times and, 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 you know, ages now because it's, it has progressed to a certain point because a lot of people are just doing stuff, you know, wilding out and just being themselves. You couldn't do that back then. Not at all. Well, when I found um, out that I was a homosexual, I you are homosexual? Yes. And I said to myself, you know what? I don't have to hide it anymore. I'm gonna live in my own truth. So that was that's what it means to me. Living in my own truth, believing that I'm in my own truth and sharing it with people. But how did you come to that though? How do you know, like, man, is this what gay feel like? It's just a feeling in my heart. Aw. Who was your first crush? <laughs> I don't have a first crush. You didn't have a first crush? Come on, we had to start somewhere. Well, I guess basically I started being a slut. So, I mean, I couldn't <laughs> say who my first one was. Well, at least the pot hasn't called the Kevin <laughs> Black this time. I mean, but what kind of made you go to the place of being a tramp stamp? Like, like what? Ooh, really I saw the Usher you? videos back in the 90s, uh, baby. Yeah, Usher back in the 90s. He wouldn't even <laughs> thought of, okay? Well, in the 70s, I was also I don't Trump Come on so. now. But you had Rick James Prince and George Clinton. But you know what? <laughs> you know, it was because that I 
got molested by my brother though. So I was basically promiscuous, you know. So anybody that came for me for love, I thought they was there for me. Well, I think because you act on your feelings that you were introduced to, because I too was also sexually molested like three times. And that was really by a cousin, you know, a close cousin. So I acted on those feelings, you know, because that was the only thing I knew. And I know that to me, it kind of felt right, but then it kind of felt wrong. I was just in and out. And I, I grew up one of those Christian households where they felt like if you were gay, you going straight to hell with gasoline draws. Ain't that something? You're going to hell now. So, yeah, I, there was a lot that I hid, and I, it wasn't exposed because I felt like I was going to be ostracized. And I, I know that it stuck with me for a while until I got to be 18. Then it was like that Donna Summer song, I'm Coming Out. Uh, I was just like, I just, I just started wilding out. I was spoiled as a child. My, my mother gave me whatever she could, so I was driving a new car. So I was going to the north side just every weekend, just being a slut. Oh, God, those. You know, that's uh, like really, 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 really deep and really interesting to me. It's like I heard two big things right there. One is molestation. That is definitely one that I really want to get into. Another one is about what you were exposed to sexually. You kind of tend to continually go back to that because I can definitely attest to that. I can't attest to molestation, but I can attest to uh, where I started sexually, which was in public restrooms. <laughs> oh, my God. You were a slut, too. Did you have <laughs> oh, pants on? Oh, my. I, I, you know what? I was trying to the find magic The magic bathroom doesn't. <laughs> I, I was 12 years old, and it was this 15-year-old boy that came into the urinal next to me in the Detroit Public Library, right? Ooh. And they came in, and his dick was out, and he just kept looking over at me, and I'm just like, why is he looking at me? That happened then, to me at the Union <laughs> train station. It happens everywhere these days. Yeah. But, you know, that's how it basically happened that basically if someone came in there and he just kept you know waving his dick and everything he he's done peeing he ain't going nowhere and i'm sitting here like what's, what's, what's he looking at i mean it was the first one that i've really seen oh, so i guess it was it. big i guess i, I mean I, I wasn't really experienced at that time now get to me when i'm 15 well then that's a whole nother story you know oh, okay okay so that was my sexual <laughs> thing that, that was my first sexual and my actual first real sexual encounter other than masturbation. And so I find myself liking public sex now. I, I find myself liking it a lot. Like well, lot. I can attest to that. because So meet fun size in the parking lot in about 20 I, I have done it in. <laughs> More so the parking bench behind the bush. I done it in cars. Hmm? So, like, I don't done it in somewhere everywhere. So oh, I can yeah, attest I to that, too. too. That, was, that was the easiest thing. Ooh. I did it in the park, which was so I didn't fun. want my mother Doing to find out park. how shameful hey. I Doing was. Doing it after dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, y'all some bush babies, too. That's what's up. Y'all looking at me crazy. Well. But you know what? The, the, the whole excitement of doing that, I mean, it, the uh, adrenaline was just like on 20. Yeah, it was. Because it was like back then, it, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, craziness or nothing like that. So it's like, man, you know, you just have to have fun and you bust your nut and then you 
you you go on, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, a lot of times when we're younger, a lot of times that's what we do anyway, especially because mm-hmm. we don't have money to have our own, you know, anything to go get a hotel room, go get your own place. We're young, you know, so we got to get it in where yes, we can fit absolutely. in. So I think that's the element one there. And then on top of that, just being gay, you know, we don't you know, necessarily have a whole lot of outlets to go to as well, or we don't know about a whole lot of places to go. Right. So what can we do? We basically find it where we see it, you know, wherever yeah, it happens. True. And, yeah. you know, straight people don't know it happens a whole hell of a lot more than they think it does. But, you the know. so-called straight ones. So-called straight ones. Alleged ones. <laughs> but, you know, we don't really have that outlet or that place to go. So, therefore, it kind of just happens anywhere. So, it becomes normal, right? I mean, did it, does, did it become normal it to was, you? Yeah, it seems to be normal because. It, if you don't do it, it's like you're improved. Everything was at a discretion. Right. You know, so you you had to do it, you know, in your in in that territory because you know you couldn't bring anything back to home, mm-hmm. and I know that with me, what really really just totally put me out the water is when I found a bathhouse, and when I found that bathhouse, it was like my second home, because everything was popping at that bathhouse. I mean, oh my goodness! It was just like I was in heaven, you know. I mean, it 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 really just did a lot, <laughs> and I mean, it was just like so awesome. So yeah, that the bathhouse, the backseat of the car, the bush, everything else like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that comes down to it. But yeah. We still need to talk about molestation. We we do need to talk about molestation really, really good because that's a deep one that a lot of people have fallen into. Yeah, you're right. But we're going to get more into that when we come back from this short break. Oh, so just God. stay with us for a moment. All right. Thank you for being patient with us on this episode. Um, now, Roy, were you were saying something about bathhouses? Well, I said that, you know, that's what got me really so involved sexually because you know, I guess my sexual peak was like out the roof and that bathhouse was like a, a, a private sector, you know, where I could just go there and escape from from the general population because everything I wanted was at my, you know, disposal. So I was good. And I think that peaked a lot of other sexual things. It became normal. It became normal. But now I did also question my sexuality when I, you know, dated a female. And dated a female, I loved her because I loved the exterior part of it, but the physical part, I didn't like. Because I... Couldn't get with the cooch. I I couldn't get with it. I just felt like it was so disgusting. And your conscience was addressing the traitor in you. <laughs> well, I think, well, maybe because Squish, I'm just like, oh my God, I'm like, you know, my it drew me back. I mean, I have females that wanted to marry me that I almost stood one of them up at the altar. Oh. You know, and. That sounds like another episode. Well, yeah, that is. But, <laughs> you know, but I made amends with her because she was a very very beautiful person and I told her I couldn't I couldn't do that because I didn't want to mislead her so we ended it well and that's better that's a favor to her to be honest with you now some people might even have said well you shouldn't have never dated her in the first place but 
if I did not date her in the first place, y'all would have talked about me. If I right. did date her, y'all would have talked about me. You know, if I would have got married to her, you would have talked you about talk. me. Right. You know, so it's kind of like there's not a win-win here. So there's a whole lot of holes in this theory about, you know, what you're supposed to do, especially mm-hmm. when a young man coming up and in his family, what options is he given? The only option he's really given or is acceptable in his surroundings is females. Mm-hmm. So you, when he goes to it, how do you get mad at him? Especially if he's all about pleasing you. And, and, you, and, and you know what? That's funny because that's like exactly how it happened for me. See, when I was coming up, I predominantly lived in my grandmother's house. It was me, my mom, and my aunt. Exactly. So I was the man of the house at that time. Well, my uncle was there too from from small periods of time. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I said, I kind of started off like I, I'm with the Golden Girl. No, not Golden Girls. Um, uh, what? what's what's the name of that show? Uh, with Meshach Taylor and the uh, Designing Women. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I was like Meshach. I was the guy who helped the household together and functional while the other three girls was kind of like kind of going at it. Right. But they all rubbed off on me because, you know, I'm influenced by these women over time. And so and back in the 90s, you know, videos was a big thing. So, mm-hmm. like, and at that time, you know, videos was hypersexualized. You know, guys always taking off their shirts and stuff and sagging their pants. So you you see butt, chest, and everything mm-hmm. all over the place. So, and then a part of me was like, man, I kind of want to look like that. But, man, he really looks fucking good, you know. Yeah. So it's 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 all about that, you know, and I think that's kind of being shallow to a certain point, you know, because that's what we see, that's what we want, you know. And mm-hmm. I was always told that everything that looks good to you is not good for you. And I know I have done a lot of people wrong because I was looking for that, you know, that satisfaction. I wasn't looking for anything else at that time. Or actually it could be the reverse too, because I went through what I call what I like to call heterosexual pressure, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was around my uncles or when we have family gatherings, you know, uh, oh, let's go outside and play football, Uh, you know, and we play football, and then I don't like getting tackled. I don't know who anybody else who actually does, but I hate getting tackled. So they was like, man. I don't don't like people touching me like that. You know, you're a wuss, man, or stuff like that. that. So Football and basketball, so. Well, you know what So it was, what? And then, wait, and then, you know, the way I came up, you know, everybody expected me to be straight. So I'm like, man, I got I to gotta find me a girlfriend, uh, you know. Yeah. So, puberty. so you had to camouflage yourself. Right. So, and Which then, I, but, but at I the same to. time, I was a pure virgin then. So I had to d- decide. Pure? Pure. I mean, I mean, like, never had no sex at all. With nobody, I don't know because they, when you say pure, pure, I would think that you don't wish like my my pure. cherry wasn't popped yet. I got mine. Either way, so you didn't masturbate. you know what? I can't. Ex- no, actually, I did a little bit, but Mm-mm, you just a virgin, one pure. Mm-mm. Okay, one pure. <laughs> okay, if you, you masturbate. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, maybe so I wasn't as pure. I'm sorry. I was a little tainted. I'm sorry. I had a tainted virginity, okay? Well, wait a minute. When you did that... Just a minute. Just a minute. When you you did that, what... I mean, were you... 
looking at like a, a a porn or something or books? Well, first of all, in Chicago public schools, you know, that was really everybody used the internet at school mostly, not at home during those times. Mm-hmm. So. And CPS had the alarms on whenever you was going to porn sites or whatever like that. So you oh, couldn't do my. it that way. So, you know, uh, and back in the 90s, we had all them posters, you know, like from uh, Word Up magazine right, and stuff right. like that exactly. with the shirtless pics. So you was collecting those as like your soft porn. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing. Like I was collecting the guys and I collect some of the girls, too. But. You know, like high school, I kind of had to make a decision a little bit. Well, you know what? My experience when I first masturbated, I never get my mom and my aunt, they went out um, to a club that night. It was on the Saturday. And you are a native of Chicago, right? Right. Dr. Ant. Born Um, and raised. So remember they used to, I'm like, this is probably before your days. They used to have this thing called On, on TV. No, I heard about it, yes. On TV, like they show good movies in the day after midnight. They show X-rated stuff. So, of course, my mother would tell me, um, you better not turn <laughs> on that particular uh, segment, you know. Now, that's the worst thing you could do to tell a child not to do anything. Am I right? That's right. So, of course, when she left after midnight. Yo, naughty ass. I went right on and flipped that switch. <laughs> and see, here in Chicago, when they had that, you know, they had Spectrum and on TV. So, it was like, wow. I mean, it was just just amazing, you know, I mean, to, to see that. So, of course, I was a, a naughty child. Totally. So when that being a naughty child, like, did you have to sneak doing that? Like, and why do you feel like you had to sneak? Like, like, what what was going on? With, well, with I all? felt like I was just that was just because of me being gay, you know. Um, that was also what I, is being gay? Curiosity. Well, I mean, gay is like you attracted to the same sex, and when you start looking at different you know, areas of it, you know, anything like a porn because your mind is strictly talking about, I mean, thinking about a guy. So that's what really, you know, uh, uh, heightens your, 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 uh, your feelings. So, you know, that's, that's where I stood. And, um, like, I don't know, my first, like my first real encounter didn't come till well after, well after like college, like my first college. Mm-hmm. Like I was about 21 and come to find out one of my old high school classmates had a crush on me like the entire time we was in high school. Now I was a year up from him, but right. we had several classes together. And so he came over to my house one day, and it just so happened, it's the rare occasion my house is completely empty. Like, somebody's always at my house. Like and this the one time and this the one time I had the house completely to, to myself for several hours. So, so I invited him over and, and didn't really think much of it. And wow. Just so happened, I was watching TV in my mother's room, and because she had a better TV than mine, so, 
And so we just sitting there. <laughs> we're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. The original Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Cinemax and chill. Cinemax. <laughs> and so he, so he just straight out um, told me some things. I mean, about the crush. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm like, how long? I mean, you just didn't tell me? Blew your socks off, didn't it? Huh? It it just threw my whole mind. Just threw my whole mind off. And, like, and I was like, how long? Why you you held it back so long? He was like, you know how it was back in high school. You know, everybody was fucking each other and everybody was hoes. And then at the same time, like, on the he, <laughs> he had to be DL to his family as well because he wasn't out to his family. But he had a couple of encounters with Nobody a couple of guys. To and so what happens next, you will have to find out right after this break. All right. Welcome back. All right. We're back. We're okay. Long story short. So as... As he broke me the news, I noticed he was like fondling he himself. You. He broke you. <laughs> well, that's eventually. Not but, yet. It was going to get broken too. Ooh, okay. Not exactly. You're raising my pheromones. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he kind of like, he was like, man, like, uh, I wanted to try something with you. So I was like, okay. He was like, have you ever messed with a guy before? I said, no, but I've thought about it. You know, I never tested the waters. And so he was like, okay, um, you want to try something now? I was like, okay. And so he pulled out his member and like. Wait, he did what? He pulled out his member. What's member? Come on now. Oh, I'm sorry. I had a rose (laughs) moment. Okay. Come on, rose. But dick. (laughs) See, I kept it PG and you didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Well, anyway, never known as cock. Please don't say that one. Oh, yeah. Oh. And like this 11 inch thing just came out. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> what? It had died. to be. It had to be because it came like like right up to here from like the tip of my hand to my arm. Your first yeah. time with what the 11 inch? That couldn't yeah. touch me. Mine so, but wait, here's three. the kicker though. So You'll think with that big thing he told me, he said, you know what? I come quicker when I bought them. So he said, I want you to come, I mean, go first inside me. I was like. You had you a bitch on your hand. <laughs> I was just about to say he had to be a And I wasn't exactly ready. So I was like, you know what? Let's turn the tables around. How about you start first? And, Good move. Huh? Good move, doctor. And, <laughs> and boy, what I tell you, I, tell, I mean, he went in slow. He was a gentleman, but like, man, it was like, whew. He t- he he the one who taught me the breathing exercises on taking it all in. I'm like, okay, wow. And I, eventually, I enjoyed myself, and and then I turned the tables on him, mm. and I was surprised how well I ended up performing, mm-hmm. and that's how it all started. Wet dreams. Oh wow. Wet yeah. daydreams. Talking about. Hair. Uh, Lord Girth. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I'm, I'm so, I looked at his and I'm like, how am I supposed to follow that? So, yeah. <laughs> That's a hard act to follow. Real hard. Yeah. 
<laughs> but, but hey, I enjoyed myself every since. So we appreciate that, Dr. Ant, that you gave us that, uh, you know, your remix to ah, push it. Talking about you have to learn how to so, breathe. Yeah. Ah, and yes. push. Uh huh. So that's and push. See? Yeah, Here's the name I of a break your virginity in. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Why they really call it busting. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, right. Cherry. So, or pop it. But, you know, for, for me, um, homosexuality is for me I, I kind of wrap it up as being lack of freedom but free so lack of You're freedom right. it is but free yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but for, but is free yeah. sometimes <laughs> unless you go to Not certain parks yeah you know certain parks certain certain sites some some you got to pay for mm-hmm. but this but the but is the free as in free in spirit free of mind gotcha. uh, free to be me um, growing up, you know, there wasn't really just a whole lot of gays. Well, they weren't out at the time because nowadays they out like hell. But, you know, back then they was messing around in the pussy pool mm-hmm. like you two traders. But that's okay. That's all right. Hey, we love I you. I told you heterosexual pressure, okay? Now, you ain't by yourself, Daniel. You. You, I ain't never you, had no thank you. cool, cool. Cross board. You. <laughs> Appreciate you it. You're a sociologist. You should understand. I do understand the dynamics. I still don't understand how you got into pussy pool. But <laughs> it just... <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. I tried it. I threw up. Sorry. That's a whole other day. Uh, I'll tell you everybody. Same thing. I, <laughs> I threw up. I'm sorry. I'm gay. But, you know, there, there just wasn't a lot of, of people. Don't apologize for being no, who I'm you half, are. I'm half a sexual. The right hand is gay. The left hand don't touch no dick. Okay. But, so I'm half a sexual. All right. So... Just growing up, like, you know, the only option was females. And you're always supposed to go with females, 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 females. And I always found females to be attractive, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful creatures. But I, I love Samantha and how wonderful and how great of a personality she has. But Sam looked damn good in them jeans. You know, and, mm. and but that's what I was. But my societal options was you are to go only with females. And so I was limited. And so I didn't do things as the other boys did it. I, I, I didn't say things as the other boys did it. I didn't <laughs> interact as the other boys did. Right. And so there was a lack of freedom because I wasn't able to be myself. And some things I tried to hide, but God knows some shit. Oh, excuse me. S-H-I-T. I could not hide. Ooh. But, you know, so it, it was... Oh, so constrained. It's a podcast. It's a oh. podcast. I don't think any nine year olds are going to flamed. Okay. <laughs> and if oh, they are, they've more than likely heard shit before. So, I mean, it, it just was so they constraining say- with me. And, and I, I didn't know what to do about it, where it was. And that probably is what pushed me. And a lot of people don't understand that if you don't give someone an outlet, or you want to give them but so many options, and this is all you can do. But the person has on no choice but to be who they are. They're going to find another outlet. And so it might be that public yeah. bathroom. It might be that park. It might be that person, that sketchy individual, because no one else in my school, my age, shows me any attention because they're all stuck on the opposite sex. Well, at the moment, they're stuck on the opposite sex, and that's yeah, all that the podcast. Yeah, I was about to say, right. But this 20-year-old, and I'm only 15, this 20-year-old is paying me attention. So there's another outlet out there because we, we want to limit things as if we can, as if we can eliminate it mm-hmm. by limiting people. So it, there, was, there was a lack of freedom, but yet I was still free because I remained myself. And I can't be anything else. I've tried. I had my thug phase. Uh, I, I had my phase where I went through acting like, you know, playing being bodyguard and all the rest of the stuff. I played the playboy and all the rest of that. 
I had to just be who I was, you know, and, and so that's my freedom. Lack of freedom, homosexuality means the lack of freedom, but yet free. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I feel you where you come on for that because myself um, grew up with a, uh, four brothers. So with that being said, it was a lot of confusion going on. I didn't know like where to start. Like, if, am I supposed to be with a man or I'm supposed to be with a woman? I got my brothers in my ear saying, oh, you're supposed to be with a girl. You're not supposed to be with a uh, guy. You know, that word gay, they kept saying, you don't want to be gay because they'll beat you up. So with me, um, I hung around a lot of females. So I claim to be, yeah, I used to play it off and say that, oh, I got uh, uh, two or three girlfriends and I used to make up phone numbers and stuff like that and try to fit in with the crowd. But, you know, I eventually had to go to therapy for all of that because of what everybody put me through. It's this, it was like a lot of confusion going on. It was a lot of mental damage. It was a lot of damage towards my brothers and then my so-called girlfriends. And so, like, you know, I was battling with, oh, are, are you bisexual or are you gay? And so I just finally came out and said, you know what? I'm fully gay. Because you were losing yourself. Yes. You were losing who you are. But right. I did have a girlfriend, though. She knew mm. about me. Nobody else knew. She was bisexual. So I dated her for about um, a year, and um, she kind of broke my heart, and then I just strayed away from that. Aww. That is so sad. Yeah, she was a big slut. <laughs> so, okay. so Y'all could have done him together. I, well, I tried. I, I, mm, just not you. Mm -mm, I couldn't do it. No. The way that it looks. Mm. Wow. So... I broke it off with on Valentine's Day. I said, you know what? Mm -mm. On Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. Day. Wow. You savage. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that is I had horrible. to. She came to be saying that, oh, I've been cheating on you. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. so, well, oh, okay, never mind. You know, leave the bitch alone. Yeah, I had to. I'm going to say it was good for my health, you know. So I moved on from that. And then I just realized, came to realization, you know, I'm happy to live free of my truth. So. Amen to that. Well, you know, guys, I all of these stories are just to me so consistent in what each one of us have been through. Um, and I, I really feel like this is important because it could reach out to a person that is struggling with their their own demons, you know, and um and trying to figure out an outage way you know, not to go through some of the things that we have went through, per se, um, finding ourselves. So it's important to reach out, talk to people, you know, um, if you if you need help or counseling, you know, seek out to um, to someone that could give you counseling. Um, I believe because I went through a whole mental um, breakdown, too. So I just feel like that we all need to reach out and not hold it in because it's not good and it's not healthy. So that ends our show. I mean, I'm so glad with, with all of us. We got through that oh, one. the pressure is over. <laughs> Gosh, I was about to shit myself. 
<laughs> we have. I mean, we. This is this is uh, the first show, and I, and I hope and pray that everyone enjoys it and and be ready to tune in to our next show. Um, and hey, if you also have like any questions or comments, you can go to our website, thewrapupcrew.com, and just leave us messages and we'll get to them. We might address them even on the next episode. Right. So, and your thoughts too. That all that is important. Spell that website for us. How how you spell that? Yes, is the rap R A P up crew dot com. All right. There you go. Yeah. All right, you guys. All right, we out in. Fun size out. All Chief. Right. Chief Roy is out as well. Country T's out. And I'm Dr. Ant. We'll see you guys or you hear us next time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>